You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Too late at that point. Like you're you're probably going to go or like it's it's already past the point of no return. Yeah, right. I mean, you two as an entity are actually, I don't know, not intriguing to me, but like you're both like Hamtramck famous is <laughs> what I'd like to say. Like um, everybody knows the famous duo Andrea and Anne. Um, what do you think you provide for the Painted Lady? Like, do you guys think you set the mood at Painted Lady? And like, I, like, I'm trying to think of a world, like, where Painted Lady and Andrea and Anne don't, you know what I'm saying? What do you provide? Seems wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think, you know, I think we're both just, like, Anne's a really nice person. So, like, we call her Sweet Anne. Yeah. So, like, you know, Anne's just that person that's there that's, like, super nice no matter what. And I don't know. I think I'm a little bit of comic relief. Um, I know we give the owner a headache. Like, that's part of our job there. Like, he straight up hates us sometimes. But I think we try our best, you know. And I feel like he understands that and kind of lets us get away with a little bit too much sometimes because he knows, you know. I know he's seen me walk out of the bar, like, very late with a friend. But, like, really, I'm just there talking to someone. Yeah. Like, we would call it, like, scumbag therapy. And, like, me and, like, a friend. I think you've been to one. Yes, I have We would, like, kind of just, and, like, we're not doing anything bad, you know? (laughs) We're just, like, it's, like, we're just talking. Yeah. About, and it's, I just feel like, you know, some of my friends, you're too busy sometimes when you're actually at the bar to hear, you know, people come to see you. And if you can't. You can't be there for them all the time, depending but, on like what night it is. But that's what we're kind of. What, that's what we mean, though. Like, yeah, you two so, are both like therapists. That's for why I'll, I'll let someone stay after with me while I'm closing yeah. up. You know, yeah. until I leave to just chill, have a beer, talk to me. Is that part of the job, though? Or do you think that's I don't just think you? So. I feel like no one told me. <laughs> like, I didn't. I I started bartending ten years ago at the Painting Lady. No one told me about any of this. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to be a bartender. Like now is kind of like a cool job to have. I just need another job. And someone was like, you should bartend. And I'm like, why the fuck would I do that? I don't know anything about bartending. You know, like, I don't want to do that. That sounds stupid. And someone just got me the job at Painted Lady that was, like, friends with the owner. And I started doing it. But, yeah, no one told me I'd have to, like, you know, be an emotional support dog yeah, for people, exactly. basically, you know. And it's fine, though. I mean, I like talking to people. I feel like that's what I like. I'm not that good at making drinks, honestly. Like, I can make the drinks. <laughs> But it's like, I'm not the one to make you an elderberry, simple syrup-based yeah. chai cocktail. Yeah. Like, that's not <laughs> yeah. me. Like, I'm not the one for that. But I feel like I do enjoy talking to people. And Yeah, she definitely holds it down on that front. Yeah. Um, I think, especially at a bar like Painted Lady, where you are fueled by regulars. Yeah, you know, exactly. There's that's bars like downtown. our bread and butter. Yeah. There's bars downtown. I've worked at them where you're just so busy that there's not like a therapy bartender thing going on by any means. But at a bar like Painted Lady, um, I've I've mentioned to people a few times, we have this really good working dynamic for the busier parts of the night where I am kind of just like a workhorse and I am a little bit OCD behind the bar and I don't mind, you know, just powering through dishes and I'm very like checking off the boxes and doing all that and I enjoy doing it and I don't so much when it's busy enjoy the conversational part. And so it's perfect because Andrea will be going down the line. She's got that brain where she can remember, like, what were we talking about last time? Oh, your aunt was in the hospital. How's she doing? And I'm just like, I don't even remember this person's name. (laughs) (laughs) But I can wash so many dishes. (laughs) 
I'm not good at names either, though. Like, I, like, remember, like, I, re- I can remember where I met you, but it's really hard. I don't know if it's because I drink a lot. We definitely do but, name like, powwows. People will, like, say hi to me on the street, and I'm like, who are you? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because I know I know from the bar, but I'm like, I was very, like, I mean, I go to a lot of bars, too, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm like, I could have been anywhere. There's a lot of time spent at the POS, like, um, yeah, like, that's Steve. Yeah, because like, we have to like put their names yeah. in, and we're like, uh, but like they can see their names on like a receipt. Yeah, if they pay with the credit card, so we have to be careful. You know, like, yeah, you couple? do the whole. Um, oh, like, you we don't, do couple or you don't like know them guy well. with brown hair. Like, <laughs> but then we feel bad because like we should know their name, <laughs> and it's been too far. Like we can't ask now. Who's your favorite regular? <laughs> you know, I guess it's bad to Milana's say. Milana's sitting right here. I don't, know. Yeah. <laughs> I, saying, I don't know. I hate most of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always love when Milena comes in. Yeah, I always for, love when Kyle sure. Coulter comes in. Um, Kyle Coulter. I mean, I've banned him probably, I think, twice now, but I still love Bo. Oh, yeah, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love Bo. Yeah, Bo. Um, I like Gina. Gina and Jeremy. Like my like all my best friends. I moved to Hamtramck right when I started working at the Pain Lady, and honestly, like the regulars are like my best friends. Like, yeah. I met them at the bar, and like I we do other thi- I do other things with them in real life, you mm-hmm. know. Like yes, like a lot of my friends are bartenders too, but we've you know, I've gone up north with them and stuff, you know. So like there they're really they're my best friends. To even start, I have a somewhere in a notebook. I have a list. From when I started at Painted Lady. Of I mean, Painted I met Lady Ann regulars. when I was working at a bar. Yeah. At New Dodge. Yeah. She's my best friend. So, like, I met all my best friends at the bar. Yeah. I met my girlfriend at the bar. I met at my Painted Lady. At Painted Lady. <laughs> <laughs> it's my whole life. Yep. Yeah, it is a pretty, it seems like a pretty tight-knit community that you guys have at that place. But also, because it's a popular bar and an old bar... Uh, it's on the list for a lot of like events or like bar hops or like pub crawls yeah. or anything that our regulars get pissed. Yeah, for sure. And I'm <laughs> sure I'm sure that you do too as well. Just because of like the odd crowds and huge waves coming in and stuff like that. I remember I was there during the premiere of Detroiters. Oh yeah. At yeah, one that point. Was... And I was like, it was crazy. And I remember you saying from behind the bar, like loud enough so that people could hear you like, This fucking sucks. Like everybody's just getting free beer and nobody's tipping and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll definitely will do <laughs> and stuff I was like, like that. I was like, oh, like, oh yeah, I mean you gotta let people like, you gotta let people know you're like, working your ass off. Really, I'm just yelling so everyone can hear me. Yeah, but what's like an event that you've worked that was just really, really way too the much worst that you one. just didn't want to be there for? I th- oh, I I know mine. I was I had to work a Saturday day shift. We'd open at like eleven or noon or something, and I was hungover as fuck. I was so hungover, and. There was, like, one customer there. It was, like, John Weir was the only person there. And I'm like, this is fine. Like, I'm not doing anything. I don't think I even mopped the floor. I'm, like, not even, like, really prepared. Like, you know, everything's kind of in disarray. I didn't even... I just didn't, like, sitting there at the end of the bar, hungover. And the front door opens. This guy runs in. He's like... Like, he has to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And he's like, oh, by the way, I'm on a party bus. We just pulled up. There's 40 of us. And I'm like, mother... Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I just poured myself a beer and like slammed it and was like, okay, here let's we go. Because yeah. like, once you're in it, you can't really do anything about it. Like once they're there, they're there. Yeah. I think just, I, I like being prepared. I like if they let me know about something because then I could be like, Ann, can you come in for an hour when this party bus is coming? But sometimes they just ambush you and it's just yeah. like, why are you doing that to me? Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> What's the worst event for you, Ann? Um, yeah, I'm trying to come up with one. What about the Halloween thing that was going on? See, I 
the the tours yeah i like that because we knew i thought yeah yeah like we always knew when they were coming okay and we always had two bartenders on those nights anyway and we made money they were only there like for less than an hour so tell the listeners a little bit about this halloween event that would happen so they would um they would come in this uh lady bailey puts it on she's awesome and they would come in. She would always let us know when so we could be prepared. And um, they'd be in and out. Basically, it was great. Like she was saying earlier, the problem would be the regulars a lot of the time. We were like, oh, like we just want to sit here and not, you know, yeah, be like, bothered. Yeah, deal with it. After a while, <laughs> yeah. they kind of It's your got... bar. It's your bar. We get it. You know, <laughs> yeah. We're trying to make money, too, here. You exactly, know, like, yeah. They started getting hip to it, and they would, like, put their drink orders in early and get, like, you know, get prepared. But they'd come in. We would get all the drinks to them as quickly as we could. And... um. Fun fact, a lot of them were from Canada, and they tend to be a little bit more polite up there, I've noticed. Of course. So that, that helped things run a bit more smoothly. Yeah. But um, they'd come in, and then Andrea would give a speech about the bar. And Which I gave history. earlier on the show. Yeah. About the history of the bar. That's yeah. exactly <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> um, and then if I was there, she would call on me to give my little ghost story, which involves a pierogi and a microwave that turned on by itself. Ooh. And, uh, we all have... We all have our stories there. Um, but yeah, it was it was always a pretty chill time. It's always so funny when those come in, though, how it's like the calm after the storm thing where it's yeah. like so busy for a minute. And then all of a sudden they you just... look around and there's just like empty glasses everywhere. And you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, OK. No, I'm like, I think it's back the relief. Normal, it's like, yeah, our regular is like it bothers them more than it bothers me which then stresses me out because everyone's pissed yeah I'm like we're gonna go somewhere else i'm like dude it's a half like just, just, <laughs> it's yeah. a half hour to buy you a shot like chill yeah. out. <laughs> and you that's know? going back to that same rhetoric yeah. uh, painted lady is home you know yeah but, um, like i get it because i i feel like i if i was like drunk and like i was at like one of my favorite bars if i was like drunk enough and that happened i'd be like who are all these people in my bar right. yeah <laughs> my bar <laughs> my bar i definitely would I could see myself doing that. So, like, I'm not mad. Yeah. I remember when you told, um, what was it, Ian, to shut up. <laughs> Someone was kind of heckling Andrea during her speech, which is like, I don't know why anyone in their right mind would attempt to do that. But he yeah. was, like, just saying stuff behind her. And she finally turned around and was like, shut up. And, like, got big laughs and big claps. And he was oh, like, didn't I say this is why you don't have a girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> like, she went I felt kind of bad. Like, he just looked crushed after that. Like, yeah. She went in. Yeah, but it was it was great. Yeah, I just yeah. Yeah, so booting people out is another common uh occurrence. Uh what's the craziest experience you've had with that? Um and what were the emotional strains afterwards? Do you ever feel bad like you're in the heat of the moment and you're like get out of here and then do you feel bad about it no, later? No. I never, never feel, feel bad. bad about it. I cuz it takes me, I feel like both of us, it takes us so far. Like it's the, like the pain lady you have to really push us yeah. for us to, like, kick you out. Should like, I tell my Donkey Kong story? Do it. I don't know, <laughs> the, know that the, one. The barrel. I call oh, it yeah. the Donkey Kong story. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, in a nutshell, tall, skinny guy at the bar all night, didn't really know anyone, out-of-towners, had been being weird to people, you know, bugging people, being, like, really elitist, mm. like, you know, talking about the music and how he didn't like it, stuff like that. Being rude, like interrupting when I'm taking other drink orders, whatever, run of the mill stuff. Um, so fast forward to it's like two, it's two fifteen, it's two thirty. By then we need everyone out of the bar, and him and his group of friends who are from like Ypsilanti or something are still just acting like they didn't need to go anywhere, and they're like 
really drunk and just really being rude. So it got to a point where, um, again, good cop, bad cop thing. Andrea was pretty much like, all right, like I've been doing enough tonight. Like you got to deal with that dude and get him out of here. And I was like, I got I used to it. make Ann g- kick people out. She taught me how to be rough. She was like too yeah. nice. Like, excuse me, will you leave? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Kick them out. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't even doing anything that bad. I just was like, practice, kick them out. Yeah. <laughs> she definitely, she's made me kick my friends out before. Yeah. Just, to, just to show that I can. Yeah. You um, have to. You have to tell your friends to go. Yeah, yeah you do. But I guess the, the highlight of the story, this is definitely, definitely like an adrenaline almost like blacking out sort of moment where this guy so i tell him like you gotta go like i give him the whole you gotta go you're being rude like i've told you one too many times like get out and he tried to go out the front door which he had been told was locked several times so he starts heading towards the back but then he's not heading towards the door and then i'm pretty much i'm halfway down the bar at least and i see him start to wander into what's like the back office of the bar and from then point on, it just it seemed like it was only like two seconds. The whole thing was over because I was just like before he even got all the way through the door, I had him by his shirt in my left hand. And I didn't realize I knew he was skinny, but this dude was like under 100 pounds. Like uh-huh. I had him and there was a buffalo trace barrel there that people kind of use as a table when they're playing pool. Yep. <laughs> so I grabbed him and then I was kind of freaked out by how easily he came off his feet so I like dropped him <laughs> and kind of like threw him into the barrel like Donkey Kong style that's why I call it like the Donkey Kong yeah. Yeah, I, and, was like, I was like oh shit and yeah. I, everyone myself included I was just kind of like whoa and then he had a friend who was a lot bigger who got really mad and he was like you know what the hell and he's coming at me and I what was like do? Beat me oh up? no yeah so I pick him up again and then I have his friend in my right hand and it was just one of those adrenaline strength moments where like I'm backing them up towards the door and my boyfriend at the time was actually at the bar and he tries to get up and I turn and I look at him and I'm like no like sit down you don't work here get out of here and then um I think it was Mike Land our friend Mike Land I was like Mike door and Mike like comes and opens the door and I like put him out the door we lock the door and then they did the whole there's been a few people. There's that one really creepy guy, but there's been people bang at the door for like 45 minutes, yeah, like yelling like, at you. It's like, you kick them out. call the police. It's like, we don't want to call the police. Who wants to call the cops? But yeah. we threatened it. But that was a funny one because I didn't feel bad after, but it was a moment. I I threw him out. I came back behind the bar and I was like shaking from the yeah. adrenaline. Yeah. And then everyone's like, Ann, that was so cool. And I just started, <laughs> and I just started crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not because I felt bad. And like finally like do something awesome that she'd cry about it after. <laughs> I was just like, what just happened? Yeah. Um, so when I'm serving food, sometimes people order something and make some kind of modification to it or ask for something ridiculous that I know isn't going to taste good and that they're probably going to send it back. I don't personally have to make that food. So I don't really have to like experience the ordering process, making, and then the rejection after that, and then having to remake something else. You know what I mean? Uh, What's like one just absolutely ridiculous request that somebody has made that you knew wasn't going to go over well? Do people even like request crazy things or I mean, not? Like, Painted Lady is a bit more like straightforward serving. Standard. Yeah, you like, get the silly requests. Make, I mean, we make like old fashions and Manhattans, but I mean, I feel like it doesn't get like too wild. Like, well, what about maybe like a weird? You know, people will order like weird shots from you that I have no idea what they're talking about. Like, um, like early two thousands, kind of like nineties, like. 
like redheaded slut stuff like that where you're just like oh, i don't even know names. if i have yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's like i have to remember how to make that like the yeah. schnapps <laughs> or like sometimes it's annoying if like you'll be busy as hell and then like someone's like can i get 10 lemon drops and I'm like, <laughs> Fuck you, lemon. Yeah. like it's just yeah. vodka it's vodka yeah. like, <laughs> take a shot of vodka and yeah. shut up yeah like, <laughs> I can and then i'll make it even take longer so i'll like do it through i'll like sugar the ram like yeah, yeah. <laughs> make them really like this yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you're gonna order something ridiculous. Yeah. Gonna like it's gonna take, take me a minute. Right. They're yeah, gonna be exactly. waiting a minute, and then yeah. all these people are gonna be behind you, mad at you too. Yeah, but I'm gonna do it the right way. Yeah, you know. Fuck and you. Another interesting thing is um, we have like our service industry voice and persona, but it it feels like you guys don't. Do you ever have to compromise your own personality in a situation, or not really? I feel like bartenders kind of get to yeah, not especially. Really. I mean, maybe like if like someone. If I don't recognize the person that walks in, I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know, like, <laughs> That's yeah. your service industry yeah. voice. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Today? Yeah. You know, like, if, but, you know, especially like on the weekends, I feel like when we were open during the day, we'd get like uh, people that were like totally from like the suburbs that like maybe were at Eastern Market and then are now like visiting Hamtramck for the first time in years. And then they're like, oh, like they wander into the painted lady. So I just try to make them comfortable. Like, hi, how are you? But that's that's. As, that's as far as I go. Yeah, Andrea's definitely um, on the approach a lot sweeter to you if she hasn't met you yet. It's fun to watch, too. Like, if she's in the middle of telling a story to a regular or something, and then someone walks in she's never seen, all of a sudden it's like, hey, how's it going? What can I get for you? I feel like I was more scared of Andrea than you, Anne, yeah, at first. Because you know, there's, like, a <laughs> yeah. 21-year-old going into the bar. Well, because and... I'm sweet Anne. Yeah, you know? she's sweet Anne. <laughs> yeah. I made her bad. <laughs> No, but Andrea would uh, like give the shirt off her back to anyone. Whereas, yeah. whereas I'm, when it comes to that, Andrea's more like, you know, once she gets in it and she's yeah. her friend, she's like, I'll do anything. All and I'm like, in. I don't know. That seems a bit far. Well, like, then I make Anne do it anyway. Yeah. And Anne's good like that, you know, like, we got to do this, Anne. And then Anne's like, okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. So throughout COVID-19, bars and restaurants have been hugely impacted yes. by this pandemic, just shutting everything down, bars closing down and stuff like that. Uh how have you two coped with the shutdowns and everything? And is there like an expectation for the lady to, I mean, like I understand that it's all kind of, we don't know what's going on right now, but is there kind of like a plan for when things open back up or if things open back up? Yeah, I think um, we can open up on February 1st. I think it might take us a little bit longer, a couple more days. Cause you know, we got to clean out our beer lines. There's just, you know, the bar's just been sitting there basically. Yeah. Like we do to go drinks once a week, but like that's, that's really nothing. It's minimal I mean, business. We kind of yeah. were doing it to like keep our name relevant, but that's yeah. about like it's not like that's not saving the painted lady. Yeah, like doing to go drinks. But I think we're going to start out opening on the weekends because like you know there's a ten o'clock curfew now, which really sucks for us because I feel like our the painted lady is very much a last call bar. Yeah, yeah. like eleven to two is our busiest time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like any day of the week we can be packed. Like on Monday night, eleven to two packed. You know, it's very much an industry bar, so. I don't know. We're going to see, have to see how that plays out. But, like, we are going to reopen. I just don't know, like, how often. We're gonna, That's kind of like, we're just going to have to see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, and while um, before the most recent restrictions in November, when you could do stuff based on, like, having a patio or dining inside and all that, we were guest bartending at a few different bars. Yeah, we did. Uh, so we did that. 
We had we a did, regular Polish village thing. Yeah, we ended up staying at Polish village, and we were, like, working oh, nice. there at least one night a week. They would kind of just let us take over the bar, like, after the whole restaurant, basically, because they closed at 9. And they would all leave, give us the keys. We would just lock up, get lock your the pierogies. Door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they kind of just let us do our thing, and it was really cool. Like it was super fun because it gave. I feel like it gave people that like, don't realize that like Polish Village has a really nice bar. Oh yeah, they just think of like the food and going to eat. So like our friends would come in and like chill and like just hang out, and that was really fun. We bartended at Outer Limits one night. We did um, when it was still nice out. We did the roof of UFO Factory. Uh, the tiki bar, which was really cool. I never That's got to go fun. to that. It so. was really fun. Like we had to like learn. I'm glad there were two. Like it was both me and Anne because like you know our we our friend thought of us. She was going out of town, and um, you know she had uh made up all the drinks, so she gave us all her recipes. But you know, tiki drinks are difficult. No, they all had like five ingredients, probably. Yeah, at least. But we had we had our cheat sheets, and with the um, it was a pretty chill crowd too. Like it got it got pretty busy at points, but people could see like the amount of work that was going into it, and how many ingredients there were, and mm-hmm. all the garnishes. And it wasn't like beer and shot bartending. Yeah. It was like yeah. I'm paying for something pretty, so yeah. they were okay, and they could like go to their tables. We could bring it to them, <laughs> feel fancy, you know. You know. I I guess I'm just thinking about like the reality of just this COVID situation and how you guys are so known for being bartenders and known for being at the Painted Lady and how it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, did you lose anything? Do you have hope for the future? I mean, I hope I can get back to like where it was, you know, because... You know, we were doing good there. I don't think I realized how good I was doing, you know? And, yeah. like, if the pandemic taught me anything, it's to be a little bit more frugal with my money. Because I feel like I'd go to the bar, buy everyone drinks, be like, yeah. ooh, ooh, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, now I'm working at a pizza place in Hamtramck, Amici's. And, you know, they've been really great with me, like, with my schedule. And they understand that, like, bartending is, like, my first thing. Mm-hmm. So they really do, like, help, like, work around everything for me. But like it's not the same money. <laughs> like yeah. it couldn't. They couldn't afford me. They couldn't afford anyone for like what I yeah. would make bartending. Yeah. So it's like that is just something. You know. And that's what I is, work sixty hours a week yeah. for what I would make in two days bartending. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Just a profession like that that you know it can be swept up like that. I mean. Yeah. It's gonna come. We hope, you know, it's going to come back. But, yeah, but like, you know, Ross and I also, like, want to take time to thank both of you as human beings, as individuals, as bartenders, because, you know, and going back to that emotional labor type deal, it's like we – it's not unnoticed what you guys you. do I mean, we for the community. It. Yeah, of course. You know, but we yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's mutually beneficial to an extent, but oh, yeah. also I know that like sometimes when you're slammed, like you can't be talking to this guy about his ex-wife at the bar and stuff like that. Like you have other <laughs> things to focus on, you know what I mean? But depending on the person, like yeah, you I'm sure you get something out of it as oh, well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What does the future hold for Painted Lady? Where can we uh catch you guys any spiel we got or I know you guys have like a GoFundMe going on yeah, right now. Yeah, we have a GoFundMe going on. We post it on our Facebooks a lot. Um, we do to-go drinks every uh, Friday okay. from uh, 4 to 8. You can come by and just pick one up from us. Or if you're in Hamtramck, we'll deliver for free. 
you know, we have T-shirts for sale. Just hit up the Painted Lady Facebook mm-hmm. and, like, send us a message if you want a drink. But our drinks are really good. We do Manhattans a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been using – we've been making Manhattans with our 1792 barrel pick, mm-hmm. which is, you know, like, it's a pick by the owner. He went down to Kentucky, so it's it's kind of special because, you know, we have one barrel of it. We only have a certain amount of bottles. Yeah. And it's really good in a Manhattan. So, like, we're just trying to do that to keep our name relevant. Yeah. Um, just make a little bit of money for the bar because, mm-hmm. you know, the bar, you know, we got to keep, it's not like a winter cabin that we can just go and like shut it down. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I think the only thing we turned off was like the cable. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, like we got to keep our coolers going. You know, the lights are still on in there because yeah. like, you know, we do have to go back there and do stuff like, so it's, it's still like, it still costs money to keep this closed bar so we could open it soon. Like, it's not... Yeah. So, yeah, that's just, like, the difficult part is, like... So, yeah, anyone that wants to support us, you know, hit us up. Yeah. Follow them on Facebook. You guys have Facebook, Yeah, we have a right? Facebook, okay. Pain Lady Lounge, Hamtramck. Yeah. I was going to can... say, too, we can add a link to the GoFundMe and yes. the Facebook page on the, on yeah, the at your service Instagram, so... Yeah. Yeah. I guess to kind of finish this out, I'd like to ask, what is your favorite part about being a bartender? <laughs> Cheesy second grade questions. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's just but the people. Valid. Like getting, like I get paid to hang out with my best friends. Yeah, you know, like kind of said it better. <laughs> yeah, like I really, that's what it is. You know, like yeah, sometimes it's stressful, but the stress doesn't compete with like all the great times I have. Like I just hang out with my friends all day. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely seeing your friends, and then you never, you really do never know who's going to walk in to the bar. Also, so you can see, uh, you know, you can meet people. I don't know. I've met some of my best friends I met at the bar are like dudes my dad's age that are just like fun to talk to. Yeah. You need a break from your friends that you see all the time or, um, you know, people people wander in from the Mound Detention Center down the road and it's the first drink they've had in a while. They got yeah. some fun stories. Yeah, that's exciting. But um, yeah, definitely the people make it worthwhile and, you know. Money doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah the money doesn't hurt either. <laughs> we'll drink to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, well, pretty much we just want to thank you two again for being on. Thank you. Uh, thank it's you been for a pleasure. Uh, I'd like to personally thank Milena for putting this together with yeah, me and everything. Absolutely. I want to thank Brett over there in the sound thank you, booth sound rolling it out thank for you, us. Thank you, Brett. I'd like to thank my mother for coming along. Thank you, Mom. And She's then also mom. I saw that Aaron is posting on the Facebook right you, now. Aaron. We love you too, Aaron. Aww. Hi, Aaron. <laughs> Hi. And, uh, have a good week, everyone. Have a good week, everybody. I love you, Ross. I love you too, Mia. Welcome to At Your Service. I guess we didn't have the outro no, music, but that's okay. okay. It's all right, Brett. Brett's like, he's in the booth. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, guys. Yeah, for sure. Fun. That was awesome. So bad. Yeah, go, go, go. You have to pee, too? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I was just saying, yeah, go, go. Get on one up. Yeah, that was, that was good. Yeah, that was super fun. Yeah.